So today, what we're talking about is EQ. EQ. Not IQ. IQ is your intelligent quotient is the official term for it, but it yeah. supposedly yeah. it measures your intelligence. I don't yeah. put a lot of stock Jury, into it. Jury's still out on that one. Yeah. But EQ is really talking about your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, it's a nuanced conversation. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's some layers to it. Mm-hmm. But we want to get into how focusing on your emotional intelligence can help you in your career journey. That's where we're headed. Right after the intro. Social media, the normal stuff, social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is BTC. Mm-hmm. Hit us up at the email pod, BTC at gmail.com to share your thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, comments, feedback, topic suggestions, um, hit like, scenarios. Hit like and subscribe. Absolutely. Do all those things and share. Mm, please. All right, man. You hit me up. <laughs> you ran across this article on EQ. Yeah, um, the article was found from helpguide.com mm-hmm. and it's talking about improving your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. So let's jump right on into it. What okay. in the world is emotional intelligence? Dude, this is new because we weren't talking about this junk 10 years ago. We weren't talking about it two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> emotional intelligence is your ability to connect with your feelings mm-hmm. and the feelings of people around you. Right. Now, I just I've, I've seen so much psych stuff this week. I'm dealing with some some pretty some pretty bright writers mm-hmm. and my brain is reeling. But here's the premise. Most of the things we do are from an emotional place. Mm-hmm. People say I'm logical or emotional. I I, I was at a place where a I was talking to a VP and they were laying off people. And he was very non-emotional. He said, well, this is just a logical thing uh, that we do to survive. So he's axing his department. Well, the next day he got called in, he got axed. I was about to say. And <laughs> I was just about to say. He, like, got, he, got, he got axed. It's, and he, it's non-emotional and, until it's you. Until it hits you. Then I'm talking to him. He says, how can they do this to me? I've been here all these years. And I'm I'm looking at it. I didn't bring it up. that he Yesterday he had told me that it was not it was a logical thing to do. And he almost said dead weight. So I almost wanted to say, well, I think <laughs> I know you know you understand about what weight is dead right about now. So, but, so how do you understand equate with people's feelings? Now, this is not in business books a lot, right? Because we're taught to think logically and strategically for the good of the corporate organism, right? That's not how we are, right? You take somebody off, I hold it against you, right? You help somebody, I put that against. If I'm not getting what I want from relationships, I'm going to go back, not use my IQ. I'm going to use my EQ, my ability to connect with feelings and emotions around. Right. Uh, one of the things that they that they mentioned right off the top in this article when they were talking about why why emotional intelligence is so important mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is uh, EQ and, and IQ and EQ exist in tandem. Mm-hmm. And are most effective when they build off one another. Absolutely, which makes perfect sense. Absolutely, you have a rational and logical side of your brain that's working, and then you feel emotions. Absolutely, right. And right. usually, those things 
are ping-ponging off of each other. Right. There's a decision you made that was based off of an emotion you felt. <laughs> or there was something that happened that made you feel a certain way that caused you to make a decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they're usually ping-ponging off of each other anyway. So last week, mm -hmm. after dinner, I ended up having a long conversation with Perry. Uh, Jansen. Perry is brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got into the discussion, logical versus emotional. <laughs> just what you just did. <laughs> so I said, well, Perry, I understand that logic uh, is a lot smaller than emotion. Emotion is a lot bigger. So he comes back with, it's all emotional. It's all I'm like, what are you saying? He said, the logic that you're using is based on the emotion of your past experience. I wanted to smack him. So I go back looking at research again. He's right. And... Yes. Right. There's a video I pulled up where I stole it from somebody. It was about the elephant and the rider. The rider's logic, the little tiny guy, the elephant is emotion. Mm -hmm. And logic can drive the emotion as long as there's a clear path and the emotion is getting fed positively. So when you look at EQ, whether it's in the workplace, and I'll use the workplace example, um, if you are better able to anticipate your boss's moods, mm -hmm. feelings, how they are as people, you can navigate that relationship in a positive way. Right. If you go home to your mate, mm -hmm. and hopefully you should be able to do that, mm -hmm. this is somebody you live with, mm -hmm. if you can navigate those things, you have a better relationship. So the pluses for this, they're off the chart, man. They're off the chart. Um, it's not the smartest people who are the most successful and most fulfilled Not even in life. It's not the even. people who are able to marry the EQ and the IQ. Absolutely. Together. Have you met any smart people? <laughs> you just want to smack upside the head. Yeah. The smart people, the, the ability to think, typically you're aiming it at structure and concepts mm -hmm. and bringing those things together. The ability to understand how somebody's feeling, right. you can't. Yeah, that's a different skill. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm a, so I'm an analytic. Sometimes I over. <laughs> Analyze, <laughs> right? Analytic. So, but being that, like, one of those analytics who is, uh, I'm always like doing self analysis. Yes, right. You are. You are. <laughs> but a after reading this article, it, it kind of clicked for me that oh, I'm one of those people that I don't know how successfully I'm doing, but I'm trying mm -hmm. to kind of use my emotions or understand myself emotionally enough to where my rationale, my rationale, my, my, my logical thinking is informed and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But it, I mean, this was very interesting, man. Mm -hmm. Um, so some of the things that they say, emotional intelligence affects right. your performance at work and at school. Absolutely. Your physical health. Absolutely. Your mental health. Absolutely. Your relationships. <laughs> and your social intelligence. Mm -hmm. Yo, that is one, two, three, four, five key areas, which pretty much sums up everyday life. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's everyday life right there. So if anybody wants to take this further as far mm -hmm. as research, would you like those five areas to be better? Absolutely. Ben, that's why this is important. Absolutely. Home, work, wherever you, you know, social. I know somebody that, immediately they walk in the room, they take over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that they're asked. We could all be talking. They'd walk in and take over and take whatever. And you're like, you're not emotionally intelligent because we're kind to you. 
but we wish you'd shut the so-and-so up. <laughs> right. And we're not rude enough. We've got enough emotional intelligence not to cuss you out and throw anything at you. Absolutely. And you Absolutely. just took over, and you're walking, and by the way, smart, mm -hmm. but you're oblivious to the people part. So, uh, briefly, some of the, 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 the effects, right? Your performance at school or at work. Mm -hmm. So the article says, when it comes to gauging important job candidates, this is from mm -hmm. um, uh, the employer side, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Many companies are now rating your emotional intelligence as important as technical ability to employ uh, you. Right. And it, but it, it, that reminded me of something that you said, I can't remember which episode, but it was a few episodes ago, where we were talking about the shifts in how companies are now interviewing. Oh, man. It's oh, man. it's gone from a straight, hey, tell me about something that you did at this company. And it's become, oh, it was in the mailbag episode. That's mm -hmm. what it was. Mm -hmm. And it's become more about testing your critical thinking or your 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 thinking, your reaction, and how you how you flow mm -hmm. from a situational standpoint. They're giving you scenarios, right? And a couple of things they write in. I've seen them do this mm -hmm. in HR departments. They write in scenarios to see if you would be a good culture fit. Correct. So EQ will allow me to have a good job fit. What is culture though? A culture is here's how we behave. Exactly. Here's how we act. <laughs> and here's how we treat each other. Here's how we interact and whatever. And you're there looking at the job, technically. And nobody gets fired on the technical. Now, some people do. Some people just... It's just horrible. They yeah. just you horrible. Just, it just doesn't matter. Like and then, you know, <laughs> besides being horrible at your job <laughs> right. and not showing up or showing up on time. Right. Uh, we need to have a moratorium on that foolishness. That's a whole episode. Mm -hmm. Please be on time. But minus those two, people get fired or let go or uh, they're undervalued mm -hmm. because of their emotional, their inability to emotionally connect to the people around them. Right. Physical health. Oh, um, oh yeah, absolutely. Being unable to manage your emotions means you can't manage stress. I mean, you can get easily stressed. And stress is directly related to uh, health issues. Uh, there's a book out, Dr. Caroline Leaf, who switched off my brain. And there are actually, uh, there's physical uh, reaction in the bay. There's physical, I want to say grooves, and mm -hmm. I, because I'm not in that area. Mm -hmm. But there are actually physical manifestations of stress, pain, anger, and negative emotion in your brain. That's crazy. It's physical. It's not, oh, this ethereal, you need to get your attitude together. It is affecting you. The cortisone levels go up. You're mm -hmm. in that fight or flight deal. And I'm in that fight or flight just because you said something I didn't like. Correct. The blood has left my limbs, gone to my heart. I mean, this is a physiological issue. So, yeah, emotional intelligence would allow me to put that comment, whatever you said, in a place where, okay. All right. And that same thing, that same exact same statement about managing stress affects mental health. Oh, yeah. We talk about it a lot on this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, relationships, same thing. Understanding your emotions and how to control them, you're better able to express how you feel and understand others and their feelings. Absolutely. Which is an important part later when we start getting into what this article suggests is like the four skills you need to have yep. 
in order to improve your emotional intelligence. Absolutely. Uh, social intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't belch in public. Hey man, it's, it's social intelligence <laughs> to me is like you got to know how to read the room. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think absolutely. that's that's what a lot of that is. And if you if you go to reading the room, mm -hmm. social. In, I'm in a social situation. How much do I read and understand about the things not related to whatever this task thing is going on? For instance, I come into a wedding, mm -hmm. and I'm walking into the, the ballroom. We finish the ceremony, and now we're having a, a social time, and there's dancing, and everybody loves everybody and whatever. And the bride and the groom are sitting up front, and they're nodding, and everybody goes up to give... well. Does anybody really know that they do not get a chance to eat their own food at the wedding? That their cheeks are very tired from smiling? <laughs> and while they appreciate you being there, they just got married. They'd like to look at each other for a moment. Listen. But y'all keep coming <laughs> Y'all keep coming up and bothering them. They don't know what any of that wedding food tastes like. I remember... <laughs> I've been married for almost 14 years. Oh, man. I remember being very hungry. <laughs> and the suit that I had ordered, I ordered the right size shoe, but the shoes ran small. And so my toes were killing me. That's punishment. Put on these little shoes. But I think because I was hungry, my brain was not working properly. And so I didn't think to take the shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a digression. All right. Dude, uh, <laughs> dude, dude we, we, we ate none of the food. I, we went to Jack in the Box in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> what? At the end of it, yeah. all the food was gone. Oh, we my danced, gosh. We had danced, we had done the limo ride. I'm like, nah. Dude, I, I'm still hungry. I, I, I scarfed down some stuff while I was there. <laughs> but, you know, you kept keep getting interrupted by people with a, with a mouthful of food. That's, that's social. Social says, do I understand this social situation? Correct. It's bigger than me as an individual. Ooh. That's all. Is it bigger than yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of what this whole thing is. Is it bigger than me? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So let, let's let's get in before we get out of here. Okay. Um, let's get into what the article what says is. about the four key skills yep. to improving and increasing your, your EQ, your emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um, and before we go on again, the, I'm, I'm going to link the article in the show notes so that you guys can go out and read this for yourself. Um, I don't think I gave, okay. I didn't say who wrote it, but, um, the, the the information is so powerful and really it's it's so much that can be gleaned from this and talked about i'm quite sure we're going to have on a few guests in the coming episodes to kind of revisit some of this stuff this yeah. is just an overview it's not yeah. a super in-depth conversation but we just kind of wanted to just generally talk about yeah eq and its importance yeah um so four key skills that this article suggests to focus on self-management mm -hmm. Self-awareness, which is one of my favorite ones, and mm. we'll, we'll talk about why. <laughs> Social awareness mm. and relationship management. Mm -hmm. Those are four key skill areas where you can uh, focus on to improve and increase your EQ. Mm -hmm. um, let's dive into the first one, self-management. Hardest one. Yeah, buddy. How do you manage, can you control your <laughs> your impulses? And, and and that's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Your first reaction, can you control it? Right. And I, and I think the, the interesting thing about that is we're talking to adults mm-hmm. in this show, right? Most of us learn that skill mm-hmm. or not learn that skill <laughs> early in life as a Remember kid. Kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Absolutely. and uh, it, it, it's tough as hell to learn a lot of these things because emotions are such a complicated and nuanced mm-hmm. thing, right? It's such a raw thing that it's hard to change those emotional habits right. later in life. And it takes longer to change that habit than it does to get the bad one in the first place. The key to changing the emotion is changing the behavior. Because <sighs> somebody may walk in and say, I would like to slap and taste something, man. Right. But my behavior, I know that that's socially not a good thing, and they do everything called law enforcement. They mm-hmm. frowns on that. So... As my logic kicks in to control my emotional side, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put a little marker down. I don't like you. Right. And then I'm going to move on. And because I control my behavior, my emotion is actually at a lower level. Now, had right. I gotten up to actually confront that person, now I've got the increased fight or flight response. I'm in a bad spot. So sometimes, even if you feel like you can't control the feeling, control your behavior. Right. And you kind of watch, sometimes the feelings follow that. It may take a while, right? but it can follow that. But I got to control my own impulses, um, my own reaction to something. Yeah. That's, right. And, and it's, they talk about um, just the, the, the feeling of you're in control, mm-hmm. then something happens that triggers you and mm-hmm. triggers those emotions to become overwhelming to a point where... You're not in control. Mm -hmm. And then, boom. Right? And so what they're saying here is self-management involves kind of understanding the upsetting information or the things that can upset the emotional balance, right? Mm -hmm. And being able to uh, receive that information without letting it override the thoughts and emotions. How many sports games have we watched from baseball football to basketball, pick one. I don't think I've seen a fight in in uh, golf yet, but they probably can come up with one. Mm-hmm. Hockey, of the four major team sports, we've all seen someone faced with a bad experience and respond one way, and another person faced with that same bad experience and start fighting. I mean, think about basketball. Yeah. Like, right, it's one of my favorite sports. Yeah. Um, the players become so overwhelmed with emotion they just turn around and start cursing out the referee. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, man, he's human too. Yeah. Just just like your hand slipped and, and tapped somebody because that was a, a impulse and you fouled them. Response. Yeah. They may have not seen something. They may have made a bad judgment call at that particular point. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But it's such an emotional uh, situation anyway with all the energy you're expending and how much you're invested into that moment that, you know, that situation overrode the, the emotional balance. Um, it's it's apparent in so many walks of life mm-hmm. that managing yourself is critical to you being totally successful. Correct. Yeah. Self-awareness. And this, this is one of my favorite ones mm-hmm. because, of, because it talks about one key thing in here, the self-awareness. So, um, 
what they're what, what they're saying is here, and this one, like it says, <clears throat> the science of attachment indicates that your current emotional experience is likely a reflection of your early life experience. Mm-hmm. And so basically what they're saying is be aware of your triggers, right? Be aware of the things that can upset the, the balance, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things they suggest in order to do so is ding, 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 one of my favorite things, mindfulness practice. Right, which uh, and the, ooh, and they pointed this out too, right? Mindfulness, mindfulness is the practice of purposely focusing your attention on the present moment without judgment. Which is hard to do. Absolutely, why well, it takes we, a while? Because we automatically judge because we're human beings, right? And it says most religions include some type of similar practice whether it's prayer meditation or some type of technique across the board in the in the moment be in the moment um and and any anybody who has even attempted to do like a mindfulness meditation Mm -hmm. the guided ones is all you're doing is sitting in a quiet space Mm -hmm. allowing the thoughts that come to come you don't dwell on them when you find yourself dwelling on them you pause and you refocus your your attention on something else in the moment, your feelings, the sensations under your feet, the tingling of the hairs on your body, right? And it's that constant practice of doing so that kind of starts to center you. I know, I got to ask you this on meditation. Yeah. I had a moment. Uh-huh. I put on this tape. The music was beautiful. Yeah. And, she, and this lady's voice was very soothing. And she said, I want you to picture yourself in this meadow. Uh-huh. I'm like, I could do that. Yeah. And as you walk through the meadow, you see blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm good. So when I woke up, I said, I got to call Brian. I said, how do you stay awake? Because I, I, got, I got so, I was in the meadow. The next thing I knew, I heard my alarm going, and I said, I don't, I know. I was in the meadow and I heard the alarm. I said, I know there's no alarm clock as I walked through this meadow. Dude, I went straight to sleep. But you know what that means? What's that? That means that at that particular time, yeah. your body needed a break. And it did. I was I was exhausted. You know what I'm I couldn't cut my mind off. Exactly. And so the meditation gave me a picture exactly. or whatever. Now, I've done that on the, the spiritual side with me. I'm kind of like, man, I can envision this. I can envision mm-hmm. the throne. I can envision, mm-hmm. you know, the smiling face, the tree of life. I, but it's that, that, that picture mm-hmm. that you're moving towards. Yeah, my body. That's it? Was, it was, I was through. Uh, social awareness. Yep. I call this one AKA. Fight your narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it ain't all about you. Exactly. It, it's just, it ain't all about you, so relax. So, and, I mean, and one of the things is, I think we all have a level of narcissism. Mm-hmm. It's, some of us are able to catch ourselves and be like, oh, you know, th- this moment, this setting is not, shouldn't be focused all on me and what I need, what I'm going through, what I want to dominate the conversation or topic or situation. Mm-hmm. To me, that's where, so that, that's that's good social awareness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's tons of stories on this. Yeah. This is, yeah. this and, is where people screw up. Yeah. This is, this is where people get, get let go. This is where relationships break down. Mm-hmm. You, it, it is self-centered. In other words, narcissism, I'm so self-centered. I told you about the guy that threw up on the rug. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. He's at a party. Real quick, he's at a party with this foo-foo house of this senior 
uh, executive, yada, yada. He's got a Persian rug worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, I don't even walk in there. I'm like, no, nah, I'm staying over here with my little glass of ginger ale. Uh, this guy slated to move up. He was a golden-haired one. Truly, he's going to just rip through the, yeah, we see him as VP one day. He threw up on this guy's rug. He never got promoted again. Yeah. Now, what in his mind thought it was okay to drink that much. like he does with his friends at a bar at a social function Poor social with his awareness. super high-up executive? Poor social what, awareness. What was on your mind? Right. And he never got promoted again. Right. Never, ever, ever got promoted. Right. So you're kind of like, what? what? And, and it's those kind of things. You know, or I stand up and I say something in a meeting <laughs> that completely ticks off everybody there. Well, what kind of meeting did I think it was? And what right. kind of mindset did I think was in that room? Social awareness, um, recognizing social cues, nonverbal communication, mm -hmm. um, getting out of your own head, and being able to focus on others in the space. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I picked up on here, I highlighted, says paying attention to others does not diminish your own self-awareness. No. It just means you know they, they both exist. Exactly. That's cool. Right. Because that's now you know now you know how to move. All right, last one, last skill area. Mm -hmm. Relationship management. Man, why is this hard? Because it's not hard with people I like. No. Like, it, well, first of all, we know each other so well, so we only say, are you good? I'm good. If you say, uh. Mm. You don't even have to, you don't even have to have that many words. Uh. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got some issues. Yeah. My wife ain't got to do now, so you, everything okay? She goes, mm. Well, yes. <laughs> I realize that I have some relationship management work to do. Exactly. Whatever it is. You yeah. Know, she ain't got to yell and scream, but. I've got to, I've got to know it's there, mm -hmm. you know. And I, do you have to care? I think you have to care you, about the relationship. You have to care. <laughs> so, 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 some of the things that it points out here, right, is just being aware of the nonverbal communication and the fact that uh, is this is cool to assess the emotional part of your brain is always on. Mm. So, it. so even if you're not going to verbally communicate something, you're communicating something to the other person. That is we, real. we spent ages trying to teach our oldest one about this, mm. and he's still refusing to use it. So we'll be talking to him and giving him uh, <laughs> discipline or, you know, just talking to him, and maybe he doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. And there's this, this thing that happens where his mouth starts moving because in his mind... I can tell. I'm looking at you and your body language and your facial expression. I can tell you don't want to hear what I'm saying. In your mind, you're mumbling under your breath, but you haven't realized that your lips are moving. You're actually mumbling under your breath. Right. Wow. Right. And he right. will argue you down. No, 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 no. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I'm like, no, but your lips are moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it, like, I found that interesting. Um, and then in relationship management, one of the things that they say is uh, humor, laughter, and play awesome. are natural antidotes to stress. Absolutely. And the last thing they mentioned under relationship management is we have to learn to see conflict as opportunity to grow. And I think that's one of that's the biggest yeah. one. It, it's not as life or death sometimes as we make it. Right. And, you know, eventually, I think I got this from one of my mentors, but, you know, how bad is this thing? Am I going to die from it? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Mm -hmm. Am I going to lose my job over this? Probably not. Mm -hmm. My family's still going to care about me. Well, the ones that do. Probably. Probably. Yeah. 
So how bad is this thing really? Right. And if we can kind of set that horror floor, mm -hmm. we don't have to end that relationship. It doesn't have to be me versus you, win, lose. Mm -hmm. I know we can get through this. Correct. Yeah, that's kind of the... So I, I think... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. So, I mean, again, man, emotional intelligence. They call it EQ. Yeah. Because, like, IQ. IQ stands for your intelligence, quote, intelligence quotient. Yeah. And EQ stands for your emotional quotient. Absolutely. But it translated, basically, as your emotional, emotional intelligence. Well, we got to do some more work on this one. Cause this, no, we do. This is, this this is a lot. This is a lot. huge. It's big. I can name 50 managers and supervisors that I've known over the years that have either had it right. in, in abundance mm -hmm. or, or it was in short supply. Yeah. And one was successful and yeah, one got was it, yeah. tanked. So real quick, quick recap. Um, emotional intelligence is your ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions mm -hmm. in positive ways to relieve stress. Mm -hmm. um, for key skills that they suggest that you go over is self-management, self-awareness, social awareness, and relationship management. That sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, man. So, you know, stay tuned. We hope this overview just kind of gave you a good, a good idea of, of just some things that you can start to pay attention to today in your in your uh, emotional intelligence. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll bring you some more content that's um, kind of touching on this. We'll get some guests in here to kind of expand on some ideas and some some uh, tips and, and, and things like that. Absolutely. All right. That's episode 51 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Mm -hmm.